Greetings, Maltopians. Are you looking to delve deeper into the world of Maltopia? Then check out our Patreon, where you can find written mythos pieces, world maps, found footage, art, Patreon-exclusive shows, and more. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Maltopia and join one of our tiers for access to great new content. Brave the forbidden and embrace the darkness. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. Greetings, Maltopians, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Maltopia Podcast. After hearing that so many of you were patiently waiting for the return of our Red Mother series, we decided to remaster the story so far before continuing to its conclusion. With recent audio upgrades, more polished writing, and the amazing Kelly Bear at the microphone, the Red Mother remaster will take place over approximately two seasons, with a break between seasons to introduce our latest series, The Sleep-Wake Cycle. For the latest on Red Mother and sneak peeks at the upcoming Sleep-Wake Cycle, Check out our growing community at patreon.com forward slash Maltopia. You can also join us on Discord to chat and learn more about your favorite Maltopia stories. So check the episode description for the link, and we'll see you there. We hope you enjoy the remastered continuation of the Shepherd of Wolves story, and as always, enjoy the show. 
I'm the only person who knows the real story behind the Red Family. After I first saw the videos, I had to see a therapist to help remove the filth clogging my brain. And should we actually possess one? My soul. I'm still hit by periodic panic attacks whenever the world seems dark and fake like a cellar filled with smiling mannequins. I can't get that freaking woman's words out of my head. I found the first video under the porch of their house, hidden in a container made from animal bones. Yes, I checked. I have no idea why they put it there. At the time, I actually thought the video would help breathe some life into my flagging career as a journalist and my part-time passion as a writer. So I snuck the box out of the crime scene inside my coat. When I arrived home, I poured myself a great big glass of Pinot Grigio and began imagining how my name would be mispronounced on the news and how often it would be spoken in connection with the Red Family. <laughs> Directly after viewing the tape, I was on the floor, crying and retching. Those people couldn't be human. They just couldn't be. I can still remember the first time I watched it, drink in hand, excitement vibrating small drops of wine over the lip of the glass. Then I push play. The first scene opened with a small bit of narration over the photo of a corpse, its eyes apparently burned out of its head. The sugar mixed with venom voice belonged to a woman. She said, What we see is either what we fear, what we want, what we hate, or what we don't care a thing about. Eyes need to be fed a balanced diet, to be sure. Eyes that subsist only upon dispassion will produce the dullest of minds, merely walking butter knives. Feed the eyes only what they want, and the mind will grow fat and languid, like a slug. If you feed the eyes nothing but terror, the mind will become subject to that king of cowards, fear. And a diet of purest hatred only produces poorly contained fires, burning just beneath thin skin, waiting to erupt. But a diet of these visual elements in the right proportions can create the most sublime monster. The picture then faded into a video of two corpses, a man and a woman, both wickedly mangled. The narrator began again, her words twirling atop the bodies. This is Danny's mommy. She's quite dead, obviously. And oh my goodness, did the little one lament his fallen hero. But mothers are only idols, and idols are only things, and things can be replaced. Danny wanted a mother, and so that's what I became for him. I killed the man who murdered Danny's mother, and I let the boy watch. He loved me for it. The scene changed to that of a small blonde boy, no more than four or five years old. The camera panned up as he stood rod rigid at the top of a hill, a leaden sky looming above. The wicked woman continued, Danny is now only a collection of burning thoughts, each lapping at the desiccated flesh of a dead world. He is loss and vengeance, and he is fire. He is the dark elemental of his death and his glorious rebirth. He has become a thing of burning eyes and blackened stares. But ultimately, Danny is mine. 
The next scene had the little boy sitting in what looked like a wrecked mausoleum, lit by a few candles. He was being interviewed by the woman, her voice floating from somewhere off screen. Where are you, Danny? The voice asked. Someplace cold and wonderful. The boy sounded detached, content. Who are you? The woman continued. The boy looked puzzled. Why, I'm your son, mother. What do you want most of all, my son? To gaze upon the world with eyes of purest fire, to melt the ice. Why, Danny? The woman pressed. Because we're all frozen inside. We all have souls of ice now, but we were once an ocean, and since we've been frozen into different shapes, we all forgot what we truly are. But we'll be whole again, Mother, I promise. I need to melt the world back to normal, to give everything back to the sea. I just have to. How will you do all of this, Danny? With this. The boy's right hand came into frame, holding a strange, shiny lighter, likely something custom-made. His miniature finger moved across the tiny wheel at the top of the device with the speed and grace of a killer insect. The small flame shivered into view. The camera zoomed in on the trembling fire. Its focus shifted from the flame in the foreground to the boy's precocious grin in the background. That god-awful, terrible grin. The screen went dark, followed by a moment of static. After a few moments, the image of a naked woman covered in smoking ash appeared. At her feet rested dozens of smoldering corpses. The ashes were like shadows made from the softest rose petals, gently drifting across her face. I'd never seen eyes quite like hers. A bottomless shade of green, poisonous, all-seeing. I must have paused that tape at a million different spots trying to catch her gaze off guard in some weird, ungainly expression sandwiched between frames, but her eyes never lost their bite. Not once. Her form was oddly youthful for eyes that old, and she moved like a movie in reverse, every action outlining the past. A naked man entered the scene, his body covered in burn scars. The woman embraced him, wrapping her arms around his shoulders, clasping her left hand around the nape of his neck. She turned him towards the camera. It was Danny, all grown up. His childish grin had left a bruise on my memory. There was no mistaking it here. The camera began zooming in on his right eye, pushing everything else aside, creating a singular glistening world. The scene morphed into a strange montage burning trees, buildings, planes, monks, crowds, cats, followed by a time-lapse of Danny and what was done to him. <sighs> Hell doesn't burn hot enough to punish these monsters. That's when I realized who Danny actually was. The Salamander. He was the arsonist who almost burned down the entire town of Oldbridge, killing hundreds in the process. A security camera once captured his image, and even after that horribly burned face of his had been plastered across every news channel, he'd never been caught. The reward grew almost as fast as his fires, yet no one had even come close. Another dark screen opened on the Woman of Ashes stepping forward, away from the salamander, his head bowed, as if praying. She spoke directly to the viewer, to me. 
Her voice was the same as the narrator's, and apart from her eyes, she appeared younger than Danny. The woman held my eyes with her own as she spoke. The world is a blind hand, molding from chance and rote, reproducing the same people over and over. But what if you could be unmade, to become unhuman, fulfilling the promise of dreams you can barely remember? My hand is not blind, and it's waiting to touch you. The scene plunged into static and the tape ended. I remembered the loud clicking and whirring of the VCR as it reached the conclusion of the tape and began rewinding. I recall sitting in my darkened living room, wine drenching me, blood dripping from my lacerated hand, pieces of the wine glass sticking out from my palm and fingers. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. 
Let's get this dinner party started. I'll admit it. I'm a drunk. Have been for a while now, a fact that long preceded the videos. But it's a sure bet that watching them didn't help my condition at all. The days following the first tape were spent blackout drunk, barely able to move from my bed. I I just couldn't stop asking myself the same question. How could any human being be so black-hearted? I don't know why I kept asking. I certainly didn't want the answer. I suppose I should be thankful the nightmares kept me from spiraling further. The first dream came about a week after I'd watched the video. I saw the woman again. However, the sum total of her face failed to coalesce, allowing her a rather faceless presence. She stood at the foot of my bed under a rain of burning flower petals, smiling. She just stared at me, within me, like she was looking for something. Her eyes were like nothing I'd ever seen before, inside or outside a nightmare. They were beyond eyes, like... Things that weren't just organs within a larger biological system, but complete and independent creatures with desires that tripped beyond the skin. Of course, I couldn't move or speak, so I just looked up at her, praying she'd vanish. She didn't. She moved closer, crawling animal-like onto the foot of my bed. I could feel my legs burning as her red hair fell across them. As she drew closer, her smile began to burn my face. I could feel my hair beginning to smolder. Soon, smoke from my burning body began to fill the bedroom. She loomed just above my face, her nuclear smile melting away my skin. I felt her hand on my chest, and it was so wonderfully cold. I wanted to scrunch my entire body into her palm. Her hand pushed through my breastbone, releasing what felt like cold autumn creaks into my body. I felt my heart slip softly into her grip. I wanted her to hold it forever. She poured her volcanic gaze into my eyes, whispering, What heart isn't afloat in darkness, my dear Genevieve? Each one throbbing and thrilling deep within the shadows under the skin. She began gently tugging at my heart, I wanted to give it to her, but I started to feel my breath abandon me, taking my life along for the ride. I begged her with my eyes to stop. She only pulled harder. Soon I began to hear the wet sounds of tiny strands of flesh snapping and popping from somewhere inside my chest cavity. As she continued pulling, the smoke filling the room began to dissolve, and the morning sun began to trickle through the windows. With one final yank of her icy hand, my heart came out of my chest. My breath was almost gone. She held my bleeding heart up to the light of the dawn, watching it cease its desperate beating. She brought the dead organ before my eyes and whispered, Tell me, sweet Genevieve, what heart ever benefited from being shown the light? Hmm? After the first nightmare, I broke up with the bottle and made close friends with my coffee mugs. I don't know how long I drifted through the nights that followed, each filled with pointless, mindless doldrums, anything that would get me through to the next sunrise. 
I assumed the dream's intensity was a reciprocal of the horror I'd experienced watching the video. I'd investigated and reported on some truly messed up stuff in my time, but just like the dream, the video was far beyond my experience. So I began sleeping with the sun and waiting out the nights atop a guard tower of caffeine. At some point within the endless procession of fog and fear, I received a tip on a story. Apparently, some young man had taken it upon himself to transplant the organs of his entire family into the corpse of the family dog. The man had died shortly after trying to add his own stuffing to the mix. It was raining when I got to the crime scene, which I found appropriate for my mood and my pounding skull. Sunlight was no friend to migraines, withdrawals either. I joined the crunch of reporters that packed themselves along the yellow tape in front of a fat detective who was giving out a statement. Before I could write down a word of what the guy was saying, I felt someone tug at my jacket. It was Detective Jeffrey Brewer, a cop I'd been dating on and off for about a year. He was a nice enough guy. I really hoped my interest in him wasn't the singular product of all the insider dirt he dished out whenever we got together. But there was no kidding myself. Where the hell you been, Vive? I've been calling and calling. I was beginning to expect a report from your neighbors, complaining about the smell of rotting meat. He held the tape up and I crossed under. He took the lead, escorting me to a house that looked about as suburban as suburban gets. Aw, rotting meat. That's about the sweetest thing anyone's ever called me, Jeff. The bustle of the crime scene cut off the exchange, which I was glad for. I had yet to perfect an excuse for my prolonged absence. The inside of the house was unremarkable, filled with police photographers and forensics, the flashing bulbs playing complete hell with my headache. The initial banality of the house faded when Jeff whisked me into the cellar. It was like a nightmare, lifted from a lunatic's broken brain and built to scale within waking reality. The basement was a slaughter pit filled with deflated corpses and strewn entrails. The entire family had been gutted, their organs repacked into the overstuffed corpse of an English mastiff. The dead murderer's naked legs still dangled from the dog's bloated bowels. It looked like the man had died trying to crawl inside the dog's corpse. Hurry up, do your thing, Vive. Jeff invited. But I can't let you stay down here all day. And remember, you don't release any of this stuff till I tell you it's time. Or no more guided tours of Crimeland. Got it? I didn't want to look any more shocked than I already did, so I ignored his question and got down to business. Did the sicko leave any kind of note behind? Yeah, it's already sealed up inside an evidence bag, though. But... Knowing you'd want to read it, I copied the letter into my notebook. Just wait till you read it. Just as I took up Jeff's notebook, my eyes fell on an intricate image the killer had painted on the floor in blood. A smiling woman standing beneath a downpour of what looked very much like burning flower petals. My gut tightened and my heart felt ready to break out of my chest. My eyes recoiled from the sight falling upon Jeff's notebook. As I sit here, a cold void tumbles through the city, piling up along the gutters, growing heavy among the tree branches and rooftops. She has left us. We were never her children. We were nothing but her dogs. We are all 
nothing but dogs. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.